You are welcome to the I Believe podcast. Uh, it's such a great honor to have you as my guest because I know what we are going to talk about uh, on this episode is definitely going to be something that's going to unite communities, you know, and knowing where you're coming from and exactly what you're doing now. Uh, working, we're back to uni. I remember our time at, at the University of Zambia, how you were such a strong voice in uniting the student community. And I'm very excited to still know that you have still extended us an energy to the community with the work that you're doing in reading about uh, conflict resolution and helping people understand conflict resolution and how to navigate about it. And it's a great work that you're doing because I know peace is something that we, we need in our community. Peace is something that we need in the country. And it's very exciting to have your people as a voice that is being about this piece that everybody's crying for. Okay, now thank you so much for having me on this segment, Chilengo. I wasn't really expecting that I would be part of such a wonderful um, talk. But I have to mention that, um, you know, peace and conflict are very important topics because uh, even when we work in, uh, in the community, you know, before I can even get to the destination I'm going, likely I'll see one or two people arguing just along the road. Right, so I feel this is a very important topic that we have here. So I'll begin by first uh, defining uh, peace from the context of the Bible. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I feel for a Christian, peace is getting along with God because I understand that God is love okay, and uh, love is life. Okay, so when you get along with God, it means you abide by the principles enshrined in the Bible, and of course, what the Bible prescribes to be wrong, you take as wrong, and what the Bible prescribes as right, you take as right. Okay, so I'm going to quote from Job 22:21-22: Get along with God and be at peace. Get along with God and be at peace. So that means we can find peace, comfort, and love by uh, embracing what is in the world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now moving on to the broader perspective of peace. Yeah. Uh, I feel peace is tolerance. Okay. Now what am I trying to say? When I talk about tolerance, I'm trying to talk about having to navigate another person's idea or opinion oh. on a specific topic. Wow. Okay. So now this seems to be a problem for many people because we want to get ourselves head. And by getting ourselves head, we make the other person feel less privileged. So already when the other person feels less privileged, it's already conflict. Okay, so you've not yet gotten the idea, but they're already frustrated because you want to be the teacher. Okay, and trust me, most people that have made it in life are people that paid attention. That is why we have pupils in a class become better than the teacher that taught them because they paid attention. The person that was teaching had the flow and gave all the information, but he that paid attention is the one that will become a doctor and is the one that will become a president. Mm. You understand? That's amazing. Thank you so much. So what, what I'm really trying to bring up here is an understanding that the more we give a flow to other individuals to speak in our lives and on a specific uh, topic, the more we build proper consensus surrounding the issues that we may be having. I also love us to look at intolerance now because now this is the side where we have uh, conflict. Okay, so now intolerance is where we don't have room 
for other people. Mm. So now you are a pupil in a class mm. and the teacher is talking. So because you feel the teacher is saying something that you personally don't feel is in line to what you believe or what you studied as a pupil, mm. you're going to start flowing questions back at the teacher. Mm. And most of them will be to, to side with your opinion of right, the topic right, that right, the teacher right. is trying to bring on board. So now I'm going to ask this, Chinengo, what do you think will happen when we begin to talk back at the teacher and we try to make the teacher believe mm. that our aspect or rather our perception of what is bringing to the table is as our opinions show? What do you think will happen? Right. Mm. You see? Yeah. So likely the teacher may become frustrated with you. He may also chase you out of the classroom. Not that you are wrong, no. Mm. But because you are trying to confuse the entire class there. You understand? Mm. Because you don't want people there to navigate around what is in the syllabus. You want to pass your understanding. So if you understand the certain topic in a certain way, your friend said it in the hood, like that. you want to bring it in the classroom and tell the teacher to say, no, reproduction is this. Yeah. But he has a syllabus and that syllabus is guided and it, is, it has been approved. So he has to deliver it the way it is. Right. So the intolerance now is why you don't receive this energy, opposing energy. What do you believe? Mm. But what should be there? These things may not always tolerate. Oh. So now intolerance is you not building that thought around such understanding. So if you have to build tolerance, you have to, to be a listener. Be a good listener if you really want to be tolerant. Uh, what I may say is um, you go to a home and they have rules in that home. Mm. There are certain rules that are not easy to follow. And I'll give an example. When you say in this house, everybody has to come back at 18 hours. Truth is, somebody will come at 19 or 20 hours. Do you see where the problem is? The issue is, you actually passed a rule. But a working rule is one where you call everybody around the house and then you ask them, what time do you think you can get done with your schoolwork? What time do you think you can get done with your business in town? What time do you think you can get done with your football? What time do you think you can get done with the choir or the praise rehearsals at, at, at the church? Yeah. You understand? That's great. So now when your children, your cousins, your nieces, your nephews get to tell you to say, no, this, this, is, this is the time with you we can get done. So then your goal is to make children come back home at 18 hours. But here is the magic. Mm. Grace is going to tell you she gets back, uh, she gets done at 17 hours. Mm. The other person will probably tell you 3 p.m., the other one may be somewhere 7 p.m. So then you will come in as a parent or guardian and say, okay, so what do you think? How about we say we are all home at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m.? Mm. Then give reasons. Mm. The reason I feel we should be home at 6 p.m. is because beyond 6 p.m., I feel it's not safe. One of you may get attacked and you know how much love I have for you people. Mm. You understand? Mm. What will happen is you already know your goal. You want your children to be coming home before 6 p.m. But because you've involved them in the decision making of that one rule of them coming home at 6 p.m., do you know what will happen? Mm. They will feel that they own the resolution. Mm. So they won't take it that it's been imposed. They will feel that they are the ones who actually suggested the time. 
And because they are the ones, then they are going to be responsible and accountable to the time. You understand? Wow. So already what you are doing as a parent is you are trying to make sure you have tolerance. You get views from everybody there. You understand? When you are intolerant, you want to impose. And when you impose, because people are not owning what you are telling them, they are not going to follow it. They will follow it today, tomorrow, do something different. Follow it the other day. There's no consistency. So because we want consistency, this also happens in community gatherings where you have conflict. When you go in a place where people are fighting, you don't side with one person and find out what the issue may be from one person. Mm. Because what will happen is what you are going to arrive at as a resolution won't be respected by the other person. You understand? So you are going to call them both. What do you think might have caused this argument? So Mr. Tembo will tell you, and Mr. Banda will tell you. Then you ask Mr. Banda, Mr. Banda, but what do you think this phrase you used, perhaps it's an insult, how do you think it might have affected Mr. Tembo? How if it was said to you, how would you feel? Because the same insult I may give to John today only feels okay because it's not being directed at me. You understand? So when I imagine that John directs that insult at me and how I may take it, then I'll understand why John is upset. You see? Mm. So it's very important that to provide an environment where there's great tolerance will begin from the perspective of a home. Just as I have stated as a parent, driving curfew for the children, involve them in the discussion. Actually, tomorrow you won't be the one to remind Grace to come back at 6 p.m. The friend will tell Grace, Grace, remember that dad or mom or aunt or our brother, we had this conversation and we agreed. They won't say he imposed. We agreed. So the tolerance takes away the authority. That perspective of thinking, I have the authority, goes away. You do not impose, you discuss. And then when you discuss, the resolution you are going to have will be a consensus. But when you don't discuss, it will be very difficult for someone to just come and follow your 6 p.m. Because they think like, so he's in my programs now. He understands what I do at 7.59 p.m. You see? Right. And they want to frustrate that resolution. Mm. So I feel it's very important we have these discussions and we also get the views from other people then they'll be responsible and they'll act out of understanding that they own the rule that you're implementing as a parent. Great. Yes. Man, you've brought out very profound points and uh, I'm praying that uh, a lot of listeners are going to suggest this episode to a lot of families because I really, I feel this is like a recipe, uh, a prescription to a peaceful home. You know what I mean? Like these are very profound points. And one thing that we, we understand and that can't be avoided is the very fact that conflict as a way it thrives on indifferences, you know. So now there is a need to, to bridge the gap. You want to unify differences because different opinions, of course, is a good ground for conflict, you know. And since yes. we, 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 we're emphasizing on conflict resolution, how then do we get to a point where in as much as I have my point, in as much as you have your point, you have your opinion, she has her opinion, but we want to unify the difference in, in, not, in then fighting conflict. How do we unify our differences 
in because conflict of course thrives where there are differences different opinions different views so now there is need to then bridge the gap and unify their uh, differences in responding to your question chilengo and thank you so much for that I, w- I would love to give this example i'm a man of examples right okay. right so uh we need to understand that when you're dealing with an issue to avoid conflict that is when you're dealing with an issue mm. you're not dealing with the person you're dealing with the behavior let's have this understanding first so let me say john has stolen mm. and people chase john in community the crowd do catch john and do beat john in some instances where there's no law and the police are not present they will have killed john but the question is did they take away the behavior of course yeah. they took away the life and this is where the problem is i'll come back to uh, a normal setup where we we have politics huh? when we have different groups of individuals or youth take the political route nowadays we say there's a lot of conflict in stations, okay? There's a lot of conflict in meetings because we have different people crashing because they belong to different parties. So when we arrest John, we arrest Tembo, we arrest Moses. The people who know that Moses, Tembo, and John were arrested for throwing stones at a police officer's car, or maybe they have vandalized some property in the process. But here is the funny thing. When John, Tembo, and Moses are arrested, it is not that this conflict will change. Where they will be put behind the prison or the cell, there will be conflict there because you've not dealt with the behavior. You've arrested the person quite all right, but the mindset hasn't changed. You understand? So they'll go in the prisons, and right there in the prisons, those two fell to tolerate any opposing view from an inmate. You understand? What is happening there is that you've only taken, you've displaced in short. So the name Moses, the name John, is no longer on the street, but is in the prisons. But their behavior is out of the street and in the prisons. You understand? Exactly. And now, in the prison is where you expect a lot of rehabilitation in terms of character. You understand? But then you are getting these seeds from the community because you are dealing with Moses in your mind. Mm -hmm. Okay? You take these people in the prisons and then they will go and put all that confusion there now because they'll start creating guns and now they'll start stabbing each other and now they'll start fighting each other. So what am I trying to say? If we are going to avoid conflict, let us understand that when Moses is talking, I'm not dealing with Moses. I'm dealing with Moses' understanding because that is where the problem is. So you don't deal with the person. You deal with the behavior. So if you are a parent and you have a child home whom you feel this child has a problem, this child likes smoking, you know this child one day is going to become mad because he likes smoking you understand and then you start laboring the child the moment the child just enters the house you are like Vamwine, vakingi. you know you are laboring the child meaning you are not dealing with the problem you understand you have categorized that child to be the problem but how are we going to address that so that you remove the conflict from the child get to talk to the child 
So if we have Moses here and is vandalizing property, let us get to the root cause of the behavior. Because the problem is the vandalism. It's not the Moses. There's another Moses who's in church. So if you keep Moses off the street, you've not kept the behavior off the street. You understand? Mm -hmm. So you need to deal with the behavior. You come to terms and understand to say, what may be causing you to do this? Okay, let's say this barbershop that you've brought down or this police post that you've brought down in your community and you are taken to prison. What will happen to the residents here? Because there are still thieves in community. Don't you think they may still steal and they will have no one to protect them? He needs to understand. Because these same people you take away from community will come back and cry that there's no police here. You understand, right? Forgetting that their behavior towards vandalizing property is what has taken away the privilege of having the police in that area. You understand? Right. It's the same for a family setup. If you have one that is intelligent in school and the other one is not intelligent, the one who's intelligent, you call them doctor. Every time they come doctor, that child will be studying hard because you are encouraging what? The behavior. So the child will be studying and will be studying because he wants to prove that his behavior and his mindset can match to the title you are giving him. The expectation. You understand? Yeah. Exactly. And then this other person you call commander also wants to act like commander. Right. Who move without tucking in. Right. You know the shoe, the belt is facing the, the other side, you right, see? Right. Because he wants to be commander. So what am I trying to say? It's very important that when you understand the behavior of the person, you also give those people room to actually work on their behavior. So you share around what might be affecting them okay because also the communities where we are brought up can very much hinder how somebody comes out in public or how they handle other people's views because it's their community maybe it's like that so get to understand where does this person come from okay which family okay then you will know to say oh the reason why he's shouting in the midst of people is because where he comes from there are bars everywhere okay and then you where you come from there's order Right. Maybe it's a police camp right. or an army camp. Right. Do we expect you to make all the noise? Not no. Yeah. But the other one lives in between bars. There's noise. Literally so even day. his voice will be up. So your understanding will be on the perspective of the behavior, not the John that you're seeing making noise. I hope this makes a lot of a sense. A lot of sense. A lot of sense. Thank you. Thank you so Man, much. Man, uh, this is so amazing. I know we, we are almost closing off our discussion, but... I want you to just kind of narrow it down uh, conflict resolution conflict understanding I know you've touched on a lot of aspects and I know it's easy to to relate to everything that you've said but then which we're trying to bring it back home you know how how can people deliberately make uh, huge investments in communities uh, in regard to conflict resolution how can we make investments when it comes to conflict resolution like in relationships in marriage, uh, in family setup, and at a level of a country, uh, as a nation, as for example, Zambia, what are some of the deliberate steps that we can make in making an investment in, in conflict resolution, in helping people understand conflict resolution? As you say, you're doing a lot of community works uh, with people and engaging them on that level. So I want you to just break it down on uh, and bring it back home how we can make investments in conflict resolution. 
Okay, thank you so much. So I'm going to first talk about the, the aspect of couples. That's uh, people in relationships, is it? Right. Okay. Um, you need to mind your ego. You see, people want to prove a point. You know, even when you know you're wrong, you're like, you know, I'm this guy. But the time you're being this guy, the other person, mind you, let me bring it down like this. When you begin a relationship, there's already the woman. And the woman already has things filled up in her. Okay. So you as a man need to understand is how you act towards this woman is what will determine the person she will be to you. You understand? Right. So anything that you give to a woman, a woman multiplies. The energy we give to them. Let me give this example. I was watching something. I think it was a sermon where somebody says, you give a lady a semen, what does she do? She multiplies and gives you a baby. You give the lady frustration she multiplies and gives you all the conflict and torment you may have okay so i feel for me personally when i get to know a lady i i don't have to really mind her background okay there are people that have really poor backgrounds so what you need to understand is how far has she gone has this background affected her if not what can i do as a person because we want to find perfection in a person and because we want perfection, the conflict to begin there already. You understand? Because nobody is perfect, bro. <laughs> nobody is perfect. Something would definitely go uh, wrong along the way. Okay. And it's your duty as a man to have to reciprocate that energy and turn it into something that is really able to have room for the mistakes. Okay. Of course, there are certain mistakes where you, you would possibly feel, no, this is maybe too much. And those are mistakes to do with maybe cheating. You know, those now, it's up to how you take it because we react differently emotionally. But I just want to say this. If you carry love within you and you want to extend love to the other person, be as forgiving as God. Be so forgiving as God. And the only reason you're going to get what you desire out of love is because God understands you forgive. And because you do, he's going to give you a chance to experience love. So there are certain behaviors in the other person that you might not really have to deal with as an individual. So we want to break cases, but we are not pastors and we are not prophets. You understand? You can only go as far as a normal human being can go. What is spiritual, you leave it to God. But anything within the lines, draw a vision with your woman. Let her know what your goals are. But the problem with us gentlemen is sometimes we want the lady to respect us, to be obedient, but we don't have a vision. Women love security, bro. If they do not see that you are pushing and you have no vision and you are succeeding at nothing, the only time you have fun with her is when you want to go out to drink. The following day you are broke, you have no monies for rentals, but you still expect her to respect you. She knows you are lost, bro. How is she going to respect you? So it's important that you have a vision and then stick to a prayer. Involve her. I'm going to say this strongly because people think that everything we do on earth is for us on earth. But bro, I have a very deeper understanding of relationships. Everybody that is there along our journey, they are temporal beings and we are living a temporal life. So God has just given us these people to help us lead the way up to him. You understand? So if you are surrounded by your friends, you should be able to navigate around your relationships with your friends and understand does this person 
push me to do well? Does it help me live upright before God? If they help you do that, that's the correct relationship. But if you know that you're in a relationship where prayer is not something upheld, it's not embraced, and all the values that have to do with you living upright on earth are not embraced, you're in a wrong relationship. So some girls will find you bowling because you don't you don't smoke, okay, because you don't go out to drink alcohol, and because you feel you want to be a perfect boyfriend, you start drinking and you start smoking, you are lost and you're in the temporal world and you remain in the temporal soil. You understand? Yeah. So I'm just trying to tell you to say, okay, when it really comes to relationships, I think living upright before God is important because all these temporal beings are only there to extend the love as much as they were created. It was out of love and out of his image. Okay. So now I will move on now to the broader perspective. I wish we could have youth parliament. Now this is to go uh, maybe a submission to cabinet and any other people behind these policies being implemented. You know, when you have youth parliament and youth debates, we have so many programs advocating for youth involvement in politics, then we are breeding a generation of youths who understand the significance in giving another person chance. But the problem is we have beings that have grown up in environments where they feel if you dominate as a father in the house, you have to pass all the rules. So as they are growing, they know I'm a man. They go in a social gathering where there are women. They feel they just have to pass the rules. They feel like they are dominating. You understand? That's right. But I feel if we have activities that really help build, because, you know, behavior is a pattern. You understand? Right. Behavior is a pattern. If you are building a house, you have a foundation. And at the foundation, what do you do? You teach children praise. You understand? When a child does well at school, you praise them. You tell them how good they are. You tell them, baby, you are beautiful. Do you know what will happen? Even when they move in the streets, those small boys trying to maybe jump on them and do some funny games, they will understand that love is not a new thing. Okay, it's been taught to me. I'm beautiful. This is not a new word. It's been taught to me. You understand? But if we don't tell them, and they meet somebody who's going to tell them on the road, and this is a wrong person, a wrong role model, they'll respect that person and will love that person because that person has given them one thing you don't give them at home. You don't feel, make them feel appreciated. You understand? And what will happen? they'll end up being impregnated. And the time they come back home, there'll be conflict with you because likely you chase them from home. But where did the problem come from? The foundation. You understand, eh? So because you do not appreciate this child, you don't appreciate the dress she's putting on, and I junkie on the way tells Mwacha Wachoka, you look so nice. Mwacha yeah, Wachoka, that's to say? Exactly. Yeah, you know, Mwacha yeah, yeah. Wachoka means, you you know, you look proper, girl. Oh, you look so awesome, nice. Awesome, you understand? Awesome. awesome. So what will happen is this girl will be carried by these words. But you as a parent coming along and seeing this child talk to this guy, you know this boy is a junkie. Mm. But he gets the heart of your daughter and makes the daughter love him. Why? He's doing what you, a busy parent, can't do. So no, this man, is that. Uh, just to hold you there, yes. I like how you connect that. Uh, mm. When a girl goes out there and she gets pregnant, she comes back, that's conflict. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Just but the cause, be, but yeah. you see the cause? Yeah, yeah. The cause is us, the foundation. Mm. So this is what I'm talking about when it comes to the youth. Mm. We are going to blame them. 
when they are qualified to stand for political offices, when they are qualified to take up positions in community. You understand? But where were we before they became qualified? That is where the problem is now. So there's the idea of modeling behavior. Let's not expect excellence. If we are just going to see somebody mushroom from nowhere because they are qualified and they take up position and so they have to be perfect. So let's have recreational facilities. Let us have events where these people can at least have a voice. You understand? Poetry is one of the things that I really love. Because when people stand and talk about different issues society is facing, you feel good because the energy that comes out has so much information. Okay. You'll be probably talking about something that is against you, but you love how a brother brought it out, you understand? But now we've neglected all these things and then we just want to pass laws and we just want to pass policies. And this is now why our generation seems to be all on social media because that's the only uh, place where they find opportunity, you understand? So you go on social media right now, you probably see someone in level five Okay, maybe somebody in uni and all that. Everybody on social media has a right as long as they can afford a bundle. You understand? And that is why there's so much information mixed up. There's a fake world on social media. You understand? And there are all these few people aren't being real on social media because there's a life they want to create, which the real world is not giving to them. So you have a chap insulting on social media because... All along, they've had so much burden, you know, things that so many in their minds, you know, so they just want to air out things wrongly. They've not been guided. Okay? You raise a pastor, you'll be able to understand that it will start as early as maybe two, three, four years. You play gospel songs in the house. The child loves gospel songs in the house. You take, start taking the child to church, maybe seven, eight, nine years. The child will love the gospel and will love reading. The day that child will post on social media, <laughs> they are not going to post about Eminem, bro. If they'll post Eminem, they'll post something he said related to the word. So it's important to model behavior and peace really can't be maintained on social media. As I said, it's a fake world. We need to go in the community. If it's a school, let's have people go in the community advocate. Opening of different clubs in the schools is important, you understand? We have anti-AIDS where people discuss so many issues regarding HIV and AIDS. We have debate where kids are there and it's a ruined debate that the other person doesn't have to shout at the other person, you understand? If you are going to debate, you can argue, but don't lose respect for the other person. So it means no matter how frustrated the other individual be, they have to act within the rules that is being regulated there. So that already is grooming a behavior in a child that if when placed in parliament, one day they are not going to utter insults at the other opponent. Why? It's been a well-modeled behavior. Great, man. Yes. Man, I like that. I like that. And I love how you look at uh, behavior modeling in, in a futuristic perspective and how you've basically connected all this. If you model a child to not scream at the next dude uh, because he's not in so much agreement with, with him or her. Even the next time that he's going to take up maybe leadership position like in parliament, he's not going to have a reason to scream or to yell inside at the, at the friend by to that level. So I love how you, you've really brought out this uh, aspect of modeling behavior 
with uh, a futuristic uh, uh, perspective. Gotcha. Yeah, and just want to uh, also give a big thank you for the works that you're doing. And I've been following you on social media too. Your postings, you're simply speaking peace all day, you know, unifying the community, uh, speaking love, you know. Remember last post that I, I saw on your status when you talked about going out to show people love, you know, uh, get a little something for your brother and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I just love how you've been a voice uh, of peace and how you've been a voice unifying uh, communities and it's a great work that you've, that you've been doing. And maybe you, you briefly just want to uh, share your your personal journey in, in making an investment in a conflict resolution, in building, uh, uh, bridging the gap, and just your personal uh, investment and in, in, in how you are you are helping people out there understanding uh, conflict resolution and how you are being about a better community in, in an archive. Okay, thank you so much, Lengo. I would love to say that uh, there are certain things that have to be part of our behavior if we are going to extend peace in community, okay? So, be kind, okay? Be kind. Always ask yourself, am I really being kind, okay? Whenever you act, try to find out if you are being kind. Then be fair, okay? Try to be fair. Don't have favorites, okay? You look at, okay, let me say you go to the playground, and you need uh, uh, children to run. Maybe there's there's a competition, okay? Then you get to understand that this other guy is tall and is probably 18 years. Then the other one is nine years and is shorter. But you put them in the same competition. What will happen? Mm. What is going to happen? Are we being fair? Mm. Okay. So already if, if this guy who's tall wins, mm. it will be okay. But if he loses, what will happen? There'll be conflict between the two because there'll be the issue of now teasing as though as he is you see so as an individual remember to be fair when you are fair the results will be fair you understand then the other thing i would say is uh try to be generous you lose you lose nothing okay nobody really forces you to to extend a hand okay but it's always important to realize that the person that may not be privileged today will be privileged tomorrow. Okay. So when you are a generous person, you are probably just fulfilling what the word says. Love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. So if your neighbor is struggling and you know you can do something about it without losing yourself, or maybe it's a little sacrifice. But this sacrifice is something that you can still gain back. What do you do? You extend a hand. Sometimes it may not always be finance. Sometimes it's a call. You just yeah, check on yeah, somebody. I remember you say that. Exactly. Call somebody. You yeah. call somebody. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yes, you call somebody and you share an experience. You see, mm. I hear uh, someone was complaining, you know, they were saying, I'm going through a tough time. I just lost my job. And I was like, dude, you lost your job. Yeah, and I'm so depressed. I was like, oh, okay, let me visit you. So I visited the brother and I discovered that uh, right at his compound, bro, there was already a Range Rover spot parked. You know, it was proper. Where I was coming from, as as I went to see the guy, I actually used the bus. You understand? So I was telling the brother to say, you know what? Sometimes loss is your perception of reality. You understand? You lost your job, but you still have a smiling wife. Come on, look at your kid. (laughs) Come on, look at your car. You understand? And there's somebody out there 
who's in the street. Think about a street kid. They have no brackets. Look oh, at your bed. Okay, you go on the streets, you're going to find these kids just lying down there and they are covering using boxes. Look at their feet, no shoes. You lose a job and you get depressed? Bro, come on, think about it. I've not taken the money, bro. I've taken the work. And I've taken the experience. I'm not forging anything. I'm giving them what is on the ground, what is happening. So already they'll feel like, okay, like really, why am I stressing? You understand? Or you go to the hospital one day because you cut your finger. As you are entering the hospital, you realize that somebody has been stabbed real hard. Or somebody has a matchet stuck in their head. What? How are you going to feel when you look at your cut finger? You'll be like, is this the problem that yeah. is really... You understand? Yeah, should I should be complaining. Exactly. <laughs> so the most important thing is when you go through a hard time, try as much as possible to speak to somebody generosity is in, it can be expressed in a lot of things yeah. okay so be generous as a human being reach out to other people as you reach out remember you are creating a path for them to reach out back to you when you're stranded as well okay mm-hmm. the other thing i would love to say is uh, be ethical of course this talks about just being aware of uh, different principles guiding morals in society okay you just need to be aware of those kind of things and of course be peace you understand if you be peace then you you are going to carry everything that comes with peace and with me i feel one of the things that really carries peace is a smile you know you extend this exactly (laughs) exactly so there are certain times when you'll be talking to somebody and you really find it very difficult to not smile why it's because a smile is contagious you understand if i'm going to look at my child and i smile my child will smile the younger kid looking at my child will smile so this can be reciprocated it's an energy that is transferable so be peace Lots of peace. I believe in. I believe in God, bro. Love is. Love is giving and lots of sacrifice. Okay. I want my legacy to be. Well, my legacy. Okay. I would love to be remembered as as a person who was a giver. You see, I want to be remembered as a person that always believed that there's there's a better tomorrow for everybody. So if you go through a tough time and you remember Remy, bro, you stand up and you tell yourself so long you can sleep and you wake up and you don't die your purpose lives and he that doesn't have a purpose is he that is in the soil and you that lives above the soil bro you still carry a purpose amazing Amazing, man appreciate it i should say bro you a positive energy i like how we wrapped up this conversation be peace and man i can basically attest to the fact that but peace man like right now there's just this vibration of peace you know what I mean <laughs> yeah so appreciate it man thanks for uh, joining me on this episode and thanks for sharing your thoughts I bet my bottom dollar everybody's gonna plug in on this episode I'm definitely gonna find this restorative 
transformative in a way and uh i hope uh whoever is going to plug on this episode will be able to share it with a friend with the community uh with uh, any organization in helping us champion conflict resolution thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast if you've not subscribed to the i believe podcast go to our podcast subscribe rate and leave a review